And welcome everybody to a brand new episode of Johnny Townsend's Horde Movie Reviews, <laughs> in which Johnny Townsend—that's the other guy. It's not me doing a voice like this. That'd be ridiculous. <coughs> <coughs> yeah, okay, it's me. Uh, it's it's this is the podcast in which me, Johnny Townsend, or I—I John, I don't know what the English correct way to say that is and if you're looking for correct english this is not the show for you uh, but uh, this is the show in which i review horde or horror even movie reviews uh movies and i don't even watch the movie i just watch the trailer i mean i don't like horror movies uh, they aren't fun for me i don't enjoy seeing people ripped to shreds i'm a person uh so uh but this week i'm covering a movie that was suggested to me so uh, thank you to Andrew for suggesting this movie. It's called Children Shouldn't Play with Dead Things. And here we'll roll the trailer for you. This is Alan. He's such a dear boy. Oh, this is Jeffy. He's so full of fun. Oh, this is Anya. Isn't she just the sweetest thing? <laughs> and this is their new friend, Smedley. They're giving him a party. It's his coming out party. Oh, the children are having such fun. They're <laughs> laughing and laughing. And it all began here, one foggy winter's evening. 1971. Oh. He ought to be ripe. It's party time. It's the shank of the evening. My friend Orville and I are having cocktails in ten minutes at my island cottage. Alan, you're not really going to take that thing back to the cottage. <laughs> I, Alan, take this body. Yeah, and welcome to it. You deserve everything you're getting. <laughs> There's no business like show business like... And I think, in time, we may get even closer. I'm going to take your scraps and feed them to my dog. Well, that's all right. Just keep a stiff upper lip. <laughs> oh, yes. They had such a wonderful time. They laughed and laughed and laughed. That is, until Orville's friends dropped in. Then they screamed and screamed. Such a lovely time. It's too bad nobody ever told them children shouldn't play with 
dead things. <laughs> All right. Well, the first thing that pops out in my mind on this is the great narrator. <laughs> this guy. This is what I miss about movies now. Like you don't really get the awesome narrators in this day and age. Uh, everybody remembers the guy in a world. You know that guy. This guy. It's this is not the same guy. This guy's a little different. He has a little bit of a, a creep factor to his to his voice. And I, for one, highly enjoyed that. It really set the tone for me. Uh, this is giving away a lot, but this might be a movie I may have to go back and watch, which is very possible because when looking for the trailer, I found out the whole thing is on YouTube. So there we go. It's a movie from the early 70s. Uh, it looks like all kinds of camp involved, and I am all for the campy stuff. So, But anyway, I have not seen this, so here's my review of The Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things. Uh, this, of course, is... If you took uh, Weekend at Bernie's and you mixed it with uh, any kind of zombie movie, like Dawn of the Dead or whatever, I don't know the names of zombie movies. The only one I've ever seen, really, is Shaun of the Dead. Uh, so, uh, But, you know, that's that's what I'm suggesting that this is. This is, uh, like, like, all the friends, there's these three friends. They're all, it says children in the title, but really they're, at the very youngest, uh, old teenagers. <laughs> So uh, they they all look like they're in their early twenties, uh, but uh, for whatever reason they uh, find a dead body. Uh, don't ask me why. I guess it's some you know some kids like to go and hang out at the mall, and some kids like to uh, dig up dead bodies. I guess I don't know. Uh, when I was their age, I was way into Ninja Turtles, so it wasn't what I was into. Uh, now, if there was a dead Ninja Turtle, I don't want to get into that. That's just too weird. But anyway. So they go and they find uh, these uh, this uh, this dead person, and they bring them back with them uh, to hang out, a la a weekend at Bernie's. And that's that's the thing here. I've actually never seen Weekend at Bernie's, but I know what it is. Uh, these people, uh, somebody somebody passes away. And they're like, oh my gosh, they passed away, but they gotta still be alive for whatever reason. And but the switch here with this movie is uh, these kids just want like a, a, a another person to be cool with them because they're kind of the outcasts of their school, right? I mean that makes sense. I mean they they hang out in a graveyard, so uh, but so they're they're sitting there and they're and they're like, what can we do to make our group cool? And somebody goes, you know, what if we hung out with a, a dead person? And they're all like, oh man, that's a great idea, Alan. I'm glad you said that. So. Uh, here's a scene from the movie Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things in which they're discussing this very thing. <clears throat> yeah, uh, what can we do to be uh, cool? We gotta be cool, man. I'm getting tired of getting picked on. Well, that's a great question. Me, as the leader, I'm Alan, of course. Can't you tell by my amazing mustache? Uh, we should go about town and go to a graveyard and get a body and dig it up and have some fun with it. And, and uh, that's a good idea, right? Yeah, I think so, Alan. Uh, gee, Alan, you're such a smart person. I'm glad you're the leader. End scene. That's exactly what happens. And that gets this ball rolling in this amazing movie. If that was how this movie, if this movie was literally just about these kids hanging out with a dead body so they could feel like they were cool, that's, that's great enough for me to start with. But this movie says, I'm not going to stop there. No. No, 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 no. I do not think so. I have more to offer. Uh, this is going to turn into a zombie movie. You see, the guy that they took, uh, Phil, uh, all his friends back in the graveyard miss him. Uh, they're all, 
you know, just laying around, hanging out, uh, you know, and and they're like, hey, uh, where's Phil? And Phil's not there. Well, we got to go get Phil back. So that's when the zombies climb up out of their graves, out of their graves, kind of like in Altered Beast. And uh, they go out and they uh, they go get Phil back. So this is a zombie movie at its heart. The zombies really, <laughs> uh, this is the second week in a row in which I'm going to uh, bring up the amazing and incredible documentary Hocus Pocus in which there uh, was a talking cat. There's no talking cat in this movie, but this movie is okay without one. However, uh, in Hocus Pocus, there was an amazing zombie in it. My uh, Billy, one of the greatest zombies of all time in all of screen cinema, in my opinion. And that's what he, uh, all these zombies on here kind of remind me of a little bit. Uh, this movie is nothing but pure camp, uh, it, from what I can tell. And I'm all for this. This is uh, incredible. Uh, this will be the first movie that I actually may go back and, and try and attempt to watch. <laughs> if it's as bad as this trailer looks, because that's the kind of thing I enjoy. Uh, one of the few horror movies I've actually ever seen was Troll 2, purely because it's so bad that I freaking love it. It's a terrible movie, but I could watch it hundreds of times because of how great it is and its terribleness. So Alan and his buddies, are uh, they notice, hey, uh, apparently Phil had some pals, and uh, we should probably get out of here. But like in every horror movie in which there are young people in it, they make terrible terrible stupid decisions and they're uh, trying to get away from a threat right uh think of uh hey let's get in this car that's broken down and probably won't start that's a you know they already know it's not going to start but hey let's try it anyway or uh hey let's run over an area in which there's a lot of roots and stuff i can trip over yeah of course all these things happen in this movie uh, a girl is running away from a zombie uh, which zombies are slow. They're slow in this movie. This is the original zombie. Uh, you know, I don't care for this fast zombie nonsense. That's not my zombie. My zombie is slow and lumbering and and can twist his head all the way around. Uh, you know, that kind of stuff. So uh, so they're slowly lumbering after this girl. She trips over a root, of course, because that's, you know, why why wouldn't they? Uh, and she's gone. Uh, another another person runs inside a house. This is in a trailer. Runs inside a house, shuts the door, and they're like, oh, I can't believe I finally got away from these zombies that are trying to attack me, all because I wanted to hang out with her buddy Phil. And, and like, she's trying to catch her breath as she's leaning against the, the wall, thinking she's safe. And all of a sudden, crash! That's exactly what it sounds like. That's from the scene in the movie. It, goes, it makes a crash noise, and a hand comes through the wall and grabs her. And all these kind of things happen. You know, uh, uh, it all comes down to what fun ways can we <laughs> kill these young adults? <laughs> Which really is what horror movies are, right? Literally, almost any horror movie is just uh, writers trying to think of creative ways to viciously murder uh, young adults. And apparently that's big business. What do I know? Uh, but in this case, I'm all for it. All these kids kind of deserve it, all except for Alan, who, despite being kind of, uh, his mustache is glorious. So, if, just for the love of mustache, this guy must survive. And that's the only reason he does. See, what we aren't privy to at the very beginning, every, every movie needs a good little plot twist. Uh, something that ramps up. Uh, you know, if was, this was just literally just these zombies going out and murdering these young adults, I, I mean, sure, that's fun, you know, but 
we need something else. We need something to set this film apart from other horror films. That same old stupid trope. Uh, they need something different. And this is where it's different. In the facial hair. In Alan's facial hair. He, he, I mean, he's got this mustache that he can twirl. Uh, it's magic. It can detach from his face and fly off anywhere and deliver messages like a pigeon. Uh, it can uh, do little twists and turns and and create like a vacuum and suck things around like a tornado. This it, and and uh, it can if he tilts his head up into the air. I literally just did that. <laughs> like this is not a video podcast. This is an audio podcast. But for some reason. I still tilted my head up into the air to show you because that's what I do in an audio form. So you tilt your head up into the air and uh, his mustache starts going around in circles and lifts him up like a helicopter. Think if uh, if Inspector Gadget had his helicopter not in his hat but in, in, an, in a glorious mustache. That's what we have in Alan. He is the Inspector Gadget of horror films, but it's only in his mustache. And that's okay. That's all he needs. Because Alan is the lone survivor. All his friends are murdered. They're murdered left and right. He's kind of become close to Phil, the dead guy they dug up in the beginning. Because Phil gets him, you know. Phil doesn't judge him uh, when he tells him things. You know, Phil doesn't think less of him. Uh, Phil doesn't talk back. Phil doesn't get sassy. Phil doesn't uh, tell him that he's wrong. If, in fact, Phil doesn't say a, a gosh darn thing because he's a dead person. But apparently that's what Alan needed, a sounding board. That's what we all need, really. Somebody who will just listen. And that's who Phil was for Alan. And that's and that's what this movie is. It's the secret message. This movie has heart. This movie has, despite it being about zombies, has a soul. This is the type of movie that you can take uh, take like your, your, your significant other to and be like, hey, yeah, this is, this is a great movie for us. And, and they'll be like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I'm glad I'm with you. I made a smart decision in my life. By making you my significant other person. And that's what will happen. I'm recommending this movie for dates. This is what I'm trying to say. Pop it up on the old YouTube. On your Xbox like I do. And a big screen at son of a gun. Uh, but how does this movie end? That is a great question. This movie has an open ending really. Uh, I mean a lot of the zombies get knocked out and taken out. But uh, they're not defeated at the end. I mean like I said Alan's the only one left. Even Phil turns on him. Which is the saddest part. I mean, it's 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 disturbingly sad when Phil gets that dead look in his eye and looks at Alan and just wants to eat that mustache off his face. And it's the saddest moment in all of film, in my opinion. And Alan can't take it, so he turns his mustache into a helicopter and he gets out of there. That's what it sounds like. I do Foley work on the side. That's how you know that was a helicopter. And he gets out of there, and he's just flying away on his helicopter mustache, and he looks down, which is difficult because he's got to tilt his head up for the helicopter, but somehow he does it, and he sees the whole town is run amok with zombies. It's taken over, and you see him riding off into the sunset, or the sunrise, really, because this takes place overnight, and that's how the movie goes off. There was never a sequel. There never will be a sequel. This was the only one of these films ever made. So we don't know what happened to to Alan. We don't know what happened to the zombies. We don't know what happened to Phil. It's uh, it, The ending is unsatisfactory in a way, but also makes sense. You can make your own ending from this movie. And I encourage everyone who listens to this to go do that. But 
You know, what about the acting in this movie? That's the reason to see this film. The acting is uh, amazing. It is... (laughs) It's the most incredible acting I've ever heard. Uh, I'm going to play another scene from this movie in which they discover the zombies are after them. So here we go. <clears throat> yes, that's... That's zombies. You're right. Hey, that's... that's zo- What's my line again? Zombies. In uh, uh, scene. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> uh, I'm assuming all these actors were picked out of their local community college acting class but I'm all for that you know what (laughs) I'm a weirdo in which the worse the acting is the more I can kind of enjoy a movie in a weird stupid way and uh, this is one of those films that's right down my alley when it comes to that so acting gets a double thumbs up which I can't use that because apparently another people did a a double uh, four fingers up for that's eight fingers (laughs) For this movie. I'm giving all those up for this film. Uh, But what about the special effects? They are incredible. Along with the acting, the special effects and uh, and the overall tone of this film is amazing. Incredible. I just kissed my hands because of how great this movie is. Uh, the zombies all look amazing. Uh, the kids all get great, uh, great makeup. Uh, when they get, when, when they get, uh, in terrible shenanigans and the zombies are after them, uh, they look, uh, you know, uh, like they've been after by zombies. Is that a sentence? Cause I said it and I'm not taking it back and I'm not going to redo it. That's not why you listen to the show. I actually don't know why you listen to this show, but I'm grateful that you do. But what do I think about the overall film? Here is my final score. Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things is the first movie in which, uh, from all these trailers that I've seen, in which I'm like, I kind of want to see this movie. <laughs> And that is an incredible statement, considering I honestly truly hate horror films. I don't like them at all. Seeing somebody uh, getting tore up from the floor up is not something that this fella wants to see. It's not for me. If it's for you, that's great. I'm not going to judge you. It's just not what I like to enjoy. Uh, Give me a Pixar film any day, and it'll just (laughs) rip me up from the floor up emotionally instead. Uh, But this is one of those rare movies... That I'm, <laughs> I'm seriously going to probably go back and at least attempt to watch. So, for that sheer fact, and for the mustache factor, the mustache, the facial hair factor, <laughs> the first guy you see on the screen will tell you all you need to know about this movie. Uh, like, in the first seconds in this trailer, you'll be like, oh, yep, yep. And the, uh, and the narrator guy, he's perfect. Uh, this movie is getting the rare nine and a half out of ten for me. That is crazy high. Uh, I cannot recommend this film enough. This is one of the greatest films of of any generation. Uh, children shouldn't play with dead things. Thank you, Andrew, for suggesting this this movie. This this work of art to me. I I'm going to go back and watch this and 
and after I watch it, I won't actually tell you my review because I'll only, <laughs> only tell you my reviews of movies that I don't watch. So, uh, you know, once I see it, you're never going to know what I think. I do things backwards. You should see me try to sit on a toilet. Now, the next thing I need to point out is uh, go to BICBP-radio.com and go to the shop on there and get yourself a Johnny Townsend's Horde Movie Reviews t-shirt. I would greatly appreciate it. It would make me feel great. That's my little uh, Frankenstein's Monsters design on there. And it would support me. Uh, there will be a Facebook page. I keep threatening that again and again and again. I should probably do it today. But guess what? <laughs> I may or may not. I don't know yet. Depends on what mood I'm in. Uh, but also, you can follow me on Instagram, Johnnyism28. And on there, you can uh, suggest horror films to me. And just say, hey, uh, what about this horror film? And I may choose it. I mean, I chose this one. And Andrew suggested it to me. So uh, there's a good chance. Uh, very rarely is there a movie that I have that I have actually seen. There are a few, but I promise you, if I have seen them, I will not review them for this show. But that still leaves quite a few. I mean, a lot. I mean, a lot. So, uh, thanks for joining me on this episode of Johnny Townsend's Horror Movie Reviews, the slowest growing uh, podcast about horror films of all time. And I can stand by that statement, and I will. Uh, I can stand by me. I can. Uh, I can't think of another movie with the word "stand by" in it. But insert one here for me, please, so I don't have to do all the work. I mean, I am doing all the work. You can freaking do something, you know. Uh, don't leave it all up to me. I need help. I mean, that's pretty obvious. So, uh, thanks for listening. I really, really appreciate all the support I've been getting. You peeps rock. You all are amazing. Uh, keep sending in your suggestions. Uh, keep telling me that you love me and that you need me, and I'll keep uh, being happy that you love me and that you need me. Uh, unless it gets really creepy, and then I'm probably still on board. I, you know, I need help. Here we go. Thanks for listening. You all are awesome. Stay tuned next time. I don't know what the movie's going to be. I haven't decided it yet, but <laughs> I promise you, I haven't seen it. <laughs>